Hi, my name is Izzy. I'm a full-time Latina content creator who's obsessed with fashion, living life to the fullest, and helping other creatives get paid. Social Talk is centered around how I balance life and the pursuit of social media. I've been in the business for six years so far, and I've learned a few things, and I want to share them with you. Success, failure, marketing, and money are just some of the topics we will discuss in our episodes and interviews. So pull up a seat, get comfortable, and get ready to learn and grow together. This is Social Talk with Izzy. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Social Talk with yours truly. Welcome to episode number two. It's kind of weird because it almost feels like I've been doing this for a long time, but I really haven't. It's only episode two, but I feel very comfortable doing it. So I guess that's a good sign, right? First things first, I hope that you have had a great, wonderful week. I'm releasing the episode a little bit later on this week versus the beginning of the week. I hope you've had a great week. I hope you got some good work done. I got a lot of work done this week. If you follow me on Instagram, you know tomorrow is my anniversary with my partner. And it's also Valentine's weekend, which is pretty exciting. I got all of my work done today. I got everything finished up today because we're both off tomorrow. I've always loved Valentine's Day. I was talking about this on stories the other day because even back when I was single or when I was in a crappy relationship, I still loved Valentine's Day just because to me, it just feels like it's a day to celebrate all types of love, not just romantic love. I feel like it's a day to celebrate your family and your friends and your siblings. It's a day that I also celebrate my relationship with God. It's really a day to celebrate all types of love, not just romantic. So I love Valentine's Day. I definitely have never had any like negative feeling towards it. I remember being in college and there were a lot of people that had a lot of negative opinions about Valentine's Day, but that's never been me. I'm excited about the weekend. I'm excited about tomorrow. We are just spending the day together, celebrating our love a little bit extra tomorrow, going to a nice fancy dinner tomorrow night. So I am pumped. If you follow me on Instagram, you're going to get a little sneak peek. I bought a new dress. Trevor hasn't seen it yet. I'm really excited to show it to him. It's cute. I'm really excited. For this week's episode, I wanted to talk about something that I feel like I don't see a lot of people talking about. And to me, it's a really important thing that usually goes under the radar. And it's something very simple as well. This is going to be kind of a shorter episode because really what we're going to talk about doesn't take that long it's kind of a a simple process but it's something that i believe makes a big difference when you're entering the world of content creation this week we're talking about media kits and you might be thinking what the heck is a media kit is he by definition a media kit is a digital portfolio that's going to tell your clients your brands, your customers, everything they need to know about you. I like to say that a media kit is, it's a digital business card. That's what it is. Cause we've kind of evolved past business cards. If you've gone to any type of influencer marketing event, you know, it's kind of rare that you get like actual business cards anymore because what happens when you get a business card, it goes into the bottom of your purse or the bottom of your pocket. And then you find it two years later when you're cleaning out your purse to donate it to wherever you're donating it to. (laughs) I feel like that's what happens to business cards now. They just don't really get the job done anymore. A media kit to me is like a digital 
business card. It's a long form business card. Think of it more like a resume. Let's call it that. A media kit is like a resume. First things first, do I think that everyone needs a media kit? Not necessarily. I think that there's probably plenty of influencers and content creators who have gotten far, who have built six figure, seven figure businesses without a media kit. I think that's totally doable. I'm definitely not telling you that you need a media kit in order to succeed in this business. So please don't think that. To me, I feel like a media kit really helped me especially when I was first starting out because when I was first starting out, I was pitching myself to brands. That was the biggest way that I got brands to work with me was by showing up in their inbox with an idea, how I was gonna be an asset to their business to promote their product. And then I would attach my media kit and I would say, at the bottom of that email, I would say, hey, my media kit is attached to this and let me know if you have any questions. A media kit can really be a great tool to kind of tell everything that you want to tell to a brand without having to like write out all your stats on an email and it looks boring. The thing that I like about a media kit, especially when it's in this world of like creativity and influencing, you can make it very fun. Like if you go on Etsy, you're actually going to see thousands of different people who are selling media kit templates. They have different branding to them. They have different, you know, colors and fonts and styles. I really like that a media kit in our line of work can actually be a way to also show your creativity. So no, I don't think everybody needs a media kit. I do think that if you have a day where you literally have 20 minutes, make a media kit because it literally takes 20 minutes or less. If you're looking for a media kit template, you have no idea where to start, go to fashionablyizzy.com. That's my website. Go all the way to the bottom, sign up for my email list, and automatically you will be given a free media kit template that will download to your computer. It has instructions on how to change the colors, how to change the branding, the font, everything. First, I want to talk about what to put on a media kit. First things first, every media kit should have a photo of your face. Now, the reason I abruptly say your face is because it could be very easy to put a very fun Tumblr-esque photo that's creative and that's great, but that doesn't show a brand your face. Make sure you don't have sunglasses on. Make sure it's a nice, clear, like think of like a headshot photo. It can be outside. It can be like a pretty photo that you would put on your Instagram even. Maybe it's the same photo that you have as your Instagram profile photo. Maybe you want to keep that branding across everything, but make sure that you have a clear picture of you. On my media kit, actually at the top of it, we built out kind of like a bar of photos. So it kind of looks like it's like six, seven photos all together, kind of like this small collage. It's fun because it allows for brands to see me wearing several different hats. So they see a selfie of me, they see me promoting products, they see all types of different things so that they can kind of see that Fashionably Izzy is versatile. I'm a versatile person. I don't do just one thing. The second thing that I have on my media kit is right under my photos, I have a description of Fashionably Izzy. I would advise three to four sentences, you explaining what is it that your brand is. Are you a fashion influencer? Are you a food blogger? What is it that you do? Explain that three to four sentences, short, sweet, to the point. I would definitely put on there what your social handle is across all social channels. I know that some people, especially if you're just now starting out into the content world, maybe you haven't been able to snag all of the different platforms under the same handles. Maybe like your Instagram handle is different than your Twitter handle and is different than your Pinterest handle. If that's the case, put the 
logo for Instagram, put the logo for Twitter, and then put your handles next to that. Make sure you have all your handles so that the brand can find you across all social channels. The next thing you want to add to your media kit is you want to make sure that you have a little bit about your demographics. Take your audience as a whole across your social channels. Figure out what percentage is women, what percentage is men, where do these folks live? Does half of your audience like when you talk about fashion and then the other half like when you talk about lifestyle, does only 30% of your audience like when you talk about cooking and recipes? Research your own audience. That way you can add some of those demographics to that media kit because that's gonna come in handy when a brand is looking at that. So they can figure out, well, 20% of her folks like X, Y, and Z. So that's kind of good because we're tapping in at 20% of her audience, which to a brand, that's a big deal. 20% is a lot. On my personal media kit, I also at the bottom have recent partners. I have added the actual logo of five or six of my recent blog or Instagram partners. I really like doing that because it is a nice little way to share with brands, other brands that you've currently been doing work for. The thing about a media kit is that you want it to be unique. You want it to be all about you because that's the point. There's no point in copying someone else's media kit because you'd be telling a brand about them versus telling them about you. You want it to be all about you and your brand and your business because that's what's gonna make you stand out. The thing I've been seeing most lately when it comes to media kits is there's a lot of people out there with three, four, five, a five page media kit. And I'll tell you right now, no brand is getting to page three, let alone page five. Like I said in the beginning of this episode, a media kit is like a resume. Who is turning in a three, four, five page resume? This is not gonna work, who's reading that? You have to keep that in mind when you're making a media kit. My rule across the board for making a media kit, it's a one pager. It's one page long, that's it. Maybe you're sitting there, you're listening to this and you're thinking, but Izzy, I have so much good stuff. You gotta sit down and you gotta evaluate what is the must the must-haves that I have to share with these brands. You probably have tons of good things to share. If I were to write down all of the companies that I've worked with, I would also have five pages in a media kit, but nobody's gonna read that. And sending that looks really bad. It looks disorganized, it looks sloppy. And honestly, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say it looks a little desperate. That's a lot of information that you're throwing at a brand. It needs to be concise. You have to think about it like a resume. If you were applying for a lawyer position or a psychologist position, you would not be sending in a three-page resume. You just wouldn't. Because honestly, if you did, girl, there's a little chance that they're gonna call you. It's probably not gonna happen. Sorry. When you're building your media kit, you just really want to make sure that you're conveying everything. The brand has never met you. They have no idea what you do. They have no idea what your business and your brand is about. So you have to think, okay, this is kind of like a one page to share my elevator pitch. What are the most important things that you're gonna put on there? You're gonna tell them a little bit about yourself. You're gonna tell them a little bit why you started this brand. You're gonna tell them a little bit about your demographics. 65% of my demographic is women. That's a good thing for a brand to know if they're hiring you. You're gonna let them know a couple other brands that you've worked with. Hey, I've successfully created content for X, Y, and Z. So sit down and really think, what are the must-haves that I need to share in this media kit? And what are the things that can just go? Your media kit needs to stand out. If there's someone that has a one-pager and it looks fantastic and it's straight to the point, clean, organized, and then you're sending in a five-page slideshow with pictures of yourself 
yourself and all these demographics, you might not get hired for the gig. So you got to think of a media kit like your resume. You have to think of it like it's the new digital business card. It's everything someone needs to know about you. Are they going to hire you? Like I said, do you need a media kit to be successful? No. Could you use one? to help you to help enhance your business and make it grow, especially at the beginning? Yes, absolutely. Another thing I want to add is that when you're making your media kit, make sure that you become comfortable with bragging about yourself and your business. If you're making a media kit, you're obviously serious about working with brands. You're obviously committed to the cause, you know, you're committed to this industry. Whether you're doing content creation as a hobby and you have no plans of taking it full time or whether taking it full time is your ultimate dream, you're committed to it. So don't be afraid to brag on you. Take that one pager and really write out your success, write who you've worked with, add some of your insights on there. Really just talk about you and your brand. It's your moment to really brag about yourself. I'm keeping it short and sweet today. I hope you guys have had a great week. Don't be afraid of media kits. I know that sometimes I have heard in consultations that media kits can be a little intimidating. Don't let yourself get intimidated. They're very easy to make. If you want a template, be sure to check out my website, fashionablyizzy.com, all the way at the bottom, and you can get a template. If you are here and you follow me on Instagram this next week, I have two topics and I cannot decide what I want to talk about. So I'm going to be doing a poll on there. So check that out and please vote. I love when you guys vote. I love your opinion. I love knowing what you want to hear about. I'll see you guys next time. And I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I hope that it shed a little light on if you should make a media kit and if they're actually worth it.